Good morning. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Every Friday here on 1150 AM KKNW, we will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities that are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Happy New Year's. We made uh, it. Yeah, we did. Woo! We did it. All right. Let's bring on 2024. <laughs> More for 2024. Yeah, I, I feel pretty optimistic about the whole thing. Yeah, I think I do too. Mm-hmm. Change, changing in a year, and um, yeah, I feel pretty good about life. So joining me this morning is Anthony Manna. Professor Anthony Manna, good morning. Hey, hello. Here I am. Very happy to be here. Always happy to be lifting up my spirits. First Friday of the month, that's you and I, and I look forward to our weekly conversations, which we've done for now over three years, and we always do our best to lift our spirits. Uh, we have our Our Energy Matters YouTube videos, 100 of them. If you'd like to uh, lift your spirits with those uh, YouTubes, you could go to dina-marie.com. On the homepage, you'll see Our Energy Matters YouTube. Click on it and just go to your favorite number between 100 and 1. <laughs> well, you know, I, mean, I think it's appropriate for me to say all, all through those, uh, it dawned on me all of a sudden halfway through that we're exploring the practices and poetics of physical, mental, and spiritual self-care revealed through Dina Marie's intuitive soul search discoveries and prescriptions for living a blessed life. Amen. Amen. <laughs> well, I like think it's funny because we always end our conversations with something that will lift our spirits so that we look up. So what did you read on your tea bag, your yogi tea bag? <laughs> oh, yeah. It, well, I mean, it's, it's happening all the time. But anyway, this one was, when you look down, all you see is dirt. So keep looking up. <laughs> and it works because when I, I go out into my, my area, my, my domain here, which is eight acres of woods and a log cabin that I live in. And so I go out there and it's either look down and be a grouch or, <laughs> you know, and, and, uh, you know, rebel against the cold, etc. or take in a breath. Look up, man. There's a lot of stuff happening up there. Anyway. Well, you just, 
you remind me because I've fallen off my step twice because I'm always have my head in the clouds, right? Oh. So there's a mirror mirror by my door and it says, look, uh, look, watch your step is what it says, watch your step. But yeah, I think sometimes as a triple Gemini, I like to, I'm looking up maybe too much. Uh, so sometimes that grounding is important too. That's what the chakras are all about, you know, looking up, getting a aha moment, some inspiration, uh, imagination, focusing on, you know, what's working in your life. And then you have that small, still voice, your intuition that tells you to give a, a phone call to somebody once a week. And then you actually use your throat chakra to call the person. Then the two people keep showing up, having that conversation weekly. And that's your heart chakra. So now you have, you're out of your head, you're into your heart and the root chakra and the lower chakra, sacral and solar plexus is you and I physically like this, the show again, we are using our chakras. You're always on time. You always are uh, uh, collaborating with me with our hearts open and uh, our heads in the cloud, which is good. That's balance. Whoa, yes. And this has been going on since September 25, 2020. Uh, Dana Marie interviewed me. I actually wrote this, you know, it's a tribute. <laughs> interviewed me on her show. She centered the interview on my children's book. Lucas and the Game of Chance, her understanding of Lucas's struggle, both spiritual and physical, startled me. The story we agreed is about lost separation and hope, the hope of recovery, as are the stories of Dina Marie's clients who come to her for healing and rehabilitation. As a faith healer, Dina Marie saw in Lucas's journey the slow, disciplined progression from distress and abandonment to heart, mind, soul empowerment, her seekers' clients discover in the empowering remedies she offers them for recovering soul, mind, body, healthfulness, and mindfulness. And then I learned Dina Marie had written a prized book, and the rest is history. I'm calling it, I'm calling it her story, her story. <laughs> you, her got, you got his story, I got a her story. So there you go. <laughs> There well, we go. Yeah, and the book just started as a uh, kid game with rocks. They called it the rock game. And just a short how it happened is I became a hypnotherapist. Well, first I was a personal trainer for 15 years and boxed and taught and did all that fun stuff. And then I uh, re read the book, Louise Hay, You Can Heal Your Life. And I realized that my, my mental state was really bad. I was talking horribly to myself. I never said anything nice. And so I changed my inner, um, my, my thoughts, my inner thoughts, and I became a hypnotherapist where I got to help other people, beautiful, beautiful humans come into my office with the worst self-talk ever. And they had sicknesses to deal with what they were talking about in their, their lives. So in their heads. And then after that, I learned Reiki. So as learning, I, I got my, my office set up and I put my rocks, my big crystals, you know, in my office because... It was cool. And then I was at a spa where the women came up when they were bored and started doing rock readings with me. And then the whole thing started changing people's lives. So I wrote the book and then made my own healing um, techniques with the guided imagery, Reiki, and chakra readings. That's where it came from. Beautiful. And, uh, you know, I uh, so as, as I moved through the, as I started moving through the book, uh, your book, and uh, I'm going to reveal the title in just a bit here because I like to do it dramatically since you have three titles, and I think 
holy, my, 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 <laughs> you know, and so, the you, you know, you've asked me uh, to read a piece today, and uh, I think it's a from giving given what you just said, I think that the title is very appropriate. It's called Crystal Reading for Crystal Healing. And and you say, I, I take a quote out of your book, over many years, the art of crystal reading has been slowly revealed to me by something beyond my own intelligence. Now, if you say, you say that, tell me that. I love that. I don't even like to say the word channel, but I would just get these uh, insights and it would just drop down into my head. And I'm like, oh, and usually it's when I'm doing my hair, you know, like curling it or exercising. And I realized too, that's your, your crown chakra where I would just get all this insight. And then I'm like, I'm going to write it down or, or then the chakra cheat sheet came in. That was so not me. And I even did the graphics and it, it just, it was revealed. How's that? It was revealed to me. And maybe sometimes your pieces are you're channeling too. Maybe that's how it works. Do you think? Because yeah. you come up with these beautiful pieces and it's not any uh, effort whatsoever. Well, I mean, it's the same kind of thing. I mean, I, I, I slip into that mode. It, it, it just it happens also when I'm writing a story. I mean, I have no idea sometimes where that comes from. You know, you might want to call it intuition. Some people would call it creativity. I don't know what it, it's just it's that it's that spirit world, you know, where you, you you open yourself up and you are brave enough to respond. You know, and don't you think that's what we need in 2024? If I, I have to say uh, the prescription because sometimes I, I look down and I don't have that um, inspiration or insight or I don't have that. But I do when I, like yesterday, it was really dark and it was getting cold and the tide was out. But I went down and I looked up and I saw nature and it was amazingly gorgeous in winter to see the orange on the water and the sky and to see the sunlight. And it made me look up and I'm, then I was inspired again. But today there's so much that um, has us looking down, shaking our head and saying, woe is me. Yeah. Yeah. Or no, woe is us. Woe is us. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's, it's, uh, I can't believe it. I, I just, I, I, I don't want to hear this anymore, you know, and uh, there, we're moving into an election year. So there's a battle going on and they talk about it that way. The battle states and the, and I, come on. So I've that's had, why I want to, I want to share the song I wrote, Legacy of Green. So Legacy of Green, uh, to me, when I wrote it, it was about um, the legacy of the earth not the yeah. legacy of money. And the song is to me about past lives and how each lifetime you you take something with you and you learn something. And then if you, let's say you were a peaceful warrior, you might come back here and just be Gandhi, <laughs> you, know, you know? But if you, you were trained in military or in the church or anything to where your spirits weren't lifted and then you come back here with that, resonate with that, then you have, it's called a carryover. I see lots of past lives with kids that are feel masculine when they are girls in this life, you know, et cetera, with men, same thing. But if we could just be taught as children that those, not just the chakras, but to think for ourselves and to be intuitive and, and to live life more from a higher perspective, not from the worldly ways, because the song's about, you know, going into the palace and storming it and, you know, seeing all the blood and the, the pillaging of the either the, the 
palace is pillaging you or you're trying to break into to the government. See, it kind of goes with what's happening here. It's like it's embedded into us to eventually fight back against something. We're always fighting. Let's just put it that way. We're always fighting. And my voice said years ago, it was Dan Millman. He, the peaceful warrior is really what we came here to be, is at peace. So then when we pass, we take that energy, our energy matters, we take it with us. If we take the violence and the anger and all that to the next round, which I'm doing a, a show next week with my friend um, Tanya Swan about her son who just took his life. And I'll say it right now, he, he she channeled something. He said, it wasn't any better when I left. Without a body, I still have that same energy. And it kind of proves the weirdness that I believe that wherever you go, there you are, even in death. So you want to tune up your chakras and and look up and, and love one another and be, you know, with less is more. And that's what the song's about. The gold that weighs me down. You know, the gold that weighs me down. You can't take that stuff with you. And you've learned that, letting go of things, physical things. Of course. I mean, it's been the journey of my life, you know, to um, and, and sometimes what happens when you let go, it only it, it kind of uh, de- develops into a, to, to relationships and, and it purifies the relationship, you know, and uh, I'm, I'm going through that right now with my my adult son. There, there's something going on that's not very nice. And we have to learn how to heal with with each other. And I'm, I'm presenting him with um, the lack. I don't want the estrangement. It's it's weakened. It's weakening me. Mm-hmm. You know. And I don't need I don't need reminders because it's right there in front of me, facing me. And so I pr- I'm praying through it. That's that's helpful. I'm praying through it. And of course, the other thing about it is and this is one of your titles, which is. Um, you know, coming to understand how to manifest your heartfelt intention. It's so positive, you know, and uh, the, the being positive means to me that there's um, healing. There's always healing, you know, and uh, it's the same thing, I think, with meditation. I can see the difference between when I meditate and when I don't, you know, uh, that the meditation opens the channel in a sense, you know, and all of a sudden you're, you're, you're receiving energy that is uh, helping you to stay alive and awake. And you're, you're conscious, conscious. And, and I think that's where all the aha moments came me that meditating for 10 years, why the kids took a nap where I get, why is this person in my life? And then I would be seeing the lesson I've been learning probably my whole life was, was empowering myself. And then I like, oh, aha, it's the ha ha. Oh, now I get it. And I passed the test and on and on. But I, I, I think of, because we got our, our astrology chart done by uh, Alicia, Michelle, astro, uh, astroware.net, um, beautiful woman. But she said we had a lot of lifetimes in the church or uh, we were, um, I call them temple workers. We had many lifetimes where we were in uh, celibate, celibate. We probably maybe didn't even talk. We were of service in a spiritual way. And then we come here and relationships are so difficult. <laughs> you know, if you have never had children and you've never been married, and this is maybe, I believe, my first life to have kids, it's been the most rewarding and most difficult thing I have ever done in my life, ever. I can read someone's uh, 
well, I can intuit maybe someone who's crossed over or something, but, but to know what to say to my son, what's the right thing to do? That is the biggest challenge ever. <laughs> that's right. What's the right thing to do in a relationship? It's really, that's been my hardest thing because I'll, I'll bite my tongue too long and let things go too long because I don't know what to do. I haven't practiced. I told my children, I'm just practicing. I don't know what I'm doing here as a parent. It's so difficult. Um, but we persist, you know, and I think we persist because we, we realize that giving up is not the answer. That only deteriorates and, you know, it's a destruction. It's like, running, it's like running away from your homework. It's like running away from the lesson. And for me and you, I always say, I got to wait till I get that uh, light bulb, the light bulb, you know? And the other day, it was about a month ago, I just got off the phone with you and said, I just need a, I need a, um, an aha moment to have me reach out at the right time. And then I, I saw 4444 on a license plate. And so I just sent a quick text saying, I love you. But it didn't say call and, and make a long conversation or get into it. But there, I've had had moments with my children where the voice said, today's the day. Today, you make the call. And it was spot on and right. And I couldn't have done it any any sooner. Yeah. But patience, patience in relationships. Wow. That's a good thing for me to hear. Because this, this has been a rocky time, a rocky week. <laughs> a disturbing, a disturbed week. Uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, just, you know, keep, keep the steady pace of uh, awareness of what, what else is there? The breath everywhere I go within the, especially within the Buddhist world and the mindful world, mindfulness world, it's always the breathing. And then of course I, the other day I came across uh, in, in, in my in my physical exercise regime, I came across the idea of breathing through the nose, and some of the research that's been done about what that does for clarifying the brain, and for giving you a, a sense of awareness in the moment by breathing through the nose. I mean, I my, my when I do yoga with this uh, yoga teacher online. She's always saying, breathe through the nose, you know, breathe through your nose, you know, and I'm thinking, all right, what's the importance? Well, here was the research. And it was like, wow, thank you so much, you know, because it uh, it does awaken you. And um, and I just feel like I don't want to be in a a sleepy state. Yeah, well, well, too, <laughs> um, I've been waking up around 2.30. And it's really quiet and I like it. I just like the silence because we're always on internet and watching. We're taking so much in. So it's so nice. It's just dark, quiet, nothing. But occasionally my mind will float into something I have no control over. And sure enough, I realize I'm not breathing. And that's when maybe the anxiety starts to come up because now my body thinks I'm being suffocated when really I'm just thinking of something I have no control over and I'm not breathing. And then all it says is just breathe. My inner voice is like, just breathe because you forgot. And then all of a sudden I'm, I'm back to sleep or I'm in a state of meditation where those thoughts don't come into my mind. And you're right. It is breathing through your nose and it is the breath and deep breaths, right? Yeah. That's it. Just breathing. That's it. I don't have to stop my I, mind. No, I just I, focus I, I, on breath. Oh, yeah, I got this because, I mean, I'm getting this more and more because 
I was, um, but I do what you do now. I wake up at 5.30 to, to get to my writing because I'm involved in a story that's really demanding of me right now. It's the silence of that time. What's so important about it is that it, uh, it's uh, in, in the uh, monastery, it was called Grand Silence. And it started with a silence at around 9.30 at night. And it didn't, it, and it, there was no sound or talking until after, way after breakfast, you know, and we, and we went through mass and we went through Gregorian chanting and, you know, the whole thing. And it was just like, wow, it was so peaceful, you know? And, uh, and so, and so, so the thing was, I, I wasn't meditating as much as I wanted to. And so I was starting to castigate myself about it. And I don't know where I was, but I just stopped. And I said, this could, this is the path. And this right now, if you started breathing right now into it, this could be your meditation. You don't have to be on your cushion in your chair and your, you know, it, it, right now. A, a pretzel, a pretzel. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know, and so it, it, it startled me in a way. And it, it startled me. And I may have been at the sink. I may have been washing a dish or something, but it was like so important to take that moment and allow myself to move into it without thinking that I had to be a specialized moment to call it meditation. And like you said, washing the dishes, I'm washing the dishes, I'm taking out the garbage. And it's magic. It's magic when you can get it is so magical when you can be there and not somewhere else in your head as you're doing the dishes, because that's when spirit gets through. That's when God, whatever the heck you want to call it, the energy that is around us, knocks on your door, gives you some insight. And maybe it does say make the call or it says, you know what? Today's not the day. And that's what it said to me many times, especially with my kids or in relationships. It just said, it gave me insight on how to move forward. And I love my stepdad who always says, if you, if you don't know what to do, do nothing. Yeah. You know, don't make, don't make a mess of your life. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that's so important. I mean, just to, to give it time, you know, and, and that, uh, and that could also mean just give it some breath. Well, and it's, it's, this is the time of year I'm working on a project and I'm working with someone else. And about a month ago, uh, she is like, we, we need to get it done. And I said, this is not the time to get it done. This is the time to work on the back end of something, but people are there. It's dark. It's the holidays. They're spending money. They have tons of things to do. The kids are out of school and she, she did her astrology chart. She goes, my astrology chart says exactly what you just said. This is not the time to start things. And so things have been very, very relaxed. And then I can feel this week things starting to slowly move ahead. You know, more people are contacting me. More people are wanting to start something, you know. And in the next uh, probably two weeks, people will, you know, get a little bit further into it. But also remember, you know, it is the darkest part of the, the year. And lots of stuff's going on. And people may just be hurting, you know. I'm having a hard time finding food to eat. You know, I'm having a hard time. The the prices, my daughter going to the, every time she goes to the grocery store, she's like, what's happening here? You know, so people are being affected. And so we don't take it personally. And that's the four agreements, right? With relationships, you know, don't, don't take things personally and maybe put yourself in, in the shoes of people that are getting back to you or, which we do a lot with our kids, you and I, but we have each other to talk to about it too, which is awesome. 
yeah, it's uh, it's a gift, a blessing. But that's the way I feel about that's the way I feel about your book. You know that uh, when I started moving into the areas that I don't. I mean, of course, I heard the word chakra. I mean, I, you know, I, I'm in the world, and so I hear it, but I didn't know actually what it meant. I mean, you know, and then uh, the idea of crystal reading and all that. I mean, it, it, you know, it started coming together in a way that taught me a great deal, um, you know, about how to proceed down the path and uh, accepting it. You know, and, and the, lear the learning curve is okay. Well, and it's so lovely that you, I'm going to say approve of it, <laughs> you're a professor of literature. So that was a big deal for me that you actually liked my book because when I first put that out there, I didn't want anyone, just like the album, I don't want anyone to read or hear my words that knows me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> because no. Because you're kind of opening yourself up to to other people knowing more about you personally. That I'm a woo woo person, and I got I am into rocks and stuff. But you know, I was thinking about Lucas and the game of chance, and how the reason I liked it is because we're all trying to get our way back to source. We're all always trying to get back, and we have adversity, and we have to make decisions, and and that's what your character's doing. And I like the fact that he looks up the sun and the moon, but and the mountain is like nature. But we have to put our feet on the ground and walk that labyrinth, that path that the, the snake has, that circle back to source. And I used to have my um, clients give themselves credit. I'd make a spiral and I'll say right in the middle, this is you when you were born, a beautiful baby. And things started to spiral. Maybe your family life wasn't so great. Maybe you, you got a divorce, maybe whatever happened. And then I would say, let's go from the circle out and say what you've done. Give yourself credit. Oh, I went to counseling. I quit smoking. I confronted somebody that blah, blah, blah. And I exercised. I lost some weight. And then you just start going, wait a minute. This feels good. The spiral yeah. back to source instead of always saying, I'm never good enough. I can't do it. I'm I'm a bad person. Yeah. And it, and it's um, and it's so easy to stay there, you know, in, the, in, in kind of reluctance or sometimes it's not even reluctance. It's, it turns into like a kind of like, you don't like yourself you start not liking yourself you know and then I'm, that's why i'm so happy that i mean we actually did one of your shows not too long ago on self-love you know and it uh and i'd let you go back there again sometime because i think it's so important to uh, remind ourselves you know of self-love self-compassion because once you because every time i start thinking about it that way it re it reaches out loving kindness for others from my loving kindness for myself compassion for myself acceptance of myself is going to lead to compassion and acceptance of other people you know and um and it's something that i have to work on you know because it's a oh i don't know i mean it, it sometimes it's so easy not to like people well, it's a practice, but also <clears throat> I believe it's our energy and it's a multiverse. So and I, I, it happens all the time. If I get out of that space where I'm kind of hard on myself or I'm in worry or some kind of not productive place energy wise, then I'm rewarded. It, it's it's always that way. As soon as you, like I said, like you thought it was funny about myself flowers, but that was huge, huge for me to buy myself flowers. And then I started doing it every week. 
And I, I put them on an altar. I lit candles for myself. And I would usually put some good music on. Um, it might be the weekend. I'd get a bottle of wine and I would paint my house or redecorate. Or you know, I was actually focusing on stuff that I love to do, but I was doing it by myself. And that was dating myself. And I, to this day, I still think I'm the best date ever. <laughs> Sometimes oh, I'm out and I'm like, dang, I, I kind of like my own company. Just kidding. Isn't that mean? I don't know if that's mean or I've just grown to the point where I, I'm not thinking about, oh, I missed that party. Oh, because it's just New Year's, right? I was invited to a party. I just didn't feel like going. I, I, and I, in the olden days, I'd feel like I was missing out. Or if I didn't kiss someone at midnight, I was a loser. These thoughts oh, are God, so yeah. silly. Oh, please. <laughs> I was always in, I would, I, at those parties, I always felt like, oh, I don't want to kiss you. I don't even know who you are. Whatever. Why are you kissing me? Stay away. <laughs> <laughs> I think my, my, I was just getting to the point where I really enjoyed my own company. And my friends, married couples, said, hey, get in the car with us. We're going to go do New Year's. And they were together. And we're all dancing. It was a band. It was fun. You know, I'm having a good time. And it's like the countdown's coming. And I'm like, oh, shoot. Should I go kiss the bartender? Is that something oh, no. I need to do? And my voice is like, absolutely not. Do not kiss that bartender. And my phone rings. And it's my son. And he made it a ritual to call me on from that day forward. You know, just recently he stopped. But he's married and all that. But he would call me at midnight and say, I love you. You know, so it was God saying, don't think you need you're trained to kiss someone at, at midnight. It's stupid. <laughs> oh. Save it, right? <laughs> but yeah, that's what it is. We're being trained through media, through whatever. But I, you spend time by yourself in solitude or meditating or walking in the woods. And you'll realize most everything we've been taught is BS because it's trying to sell you something or make you inadequate or, you know, it's, it's, it, we weren't trained self-love 101 as children well and i i think this this last week when we were when we had our conversation on 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 zoom we talked about less is more so i i'm i'm you know i'm so what do i do i come across a north african proverb now tell me this is not important this stuff doesn't happen by accident the proverb says little and lasting is better than much and passing. Amen. Yep. Amen. You know, and so what does that mean? Well, it means that I, I can take, I can make my life very simple by just attending to the blessings that I receive. You know, and and that they they come in many manifestations, and a lot of the time it has nothing to do with a thing. It's more more than that. It has to do with a person. Yeah. Well, and that peace of mind. And so the the New Year's is when I make a little list of things that I'm very very thankful for. I write it down, and then I set some intentions, but they're simple, like more time with my children or quality time or something like that. But yeah, I think that uh, we talk about simplifying. I have to do something before we go to break <laughs> because it just popped into my head. I hope Benny Mathers is out there. Benny? Yes. <laughs> Here I go. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Benny. 
Happy, Happy birthday. birthday to you. <laughs> That's the first time I had to thank you for. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Baby steps, Benny. Baby steps. Yeah, right? <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take our break. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. Stay tuned. Lift your spirits with me, Dina Marie, on Whidbey Island. I'll be a tour guide for your spirit and a travel agent for your soul. Retreats include a healing session for your body, your mind, and your spirit. You receive a Reiki session plus a chakra reading, experience a labyrinth in the woods, take a walk on the beach, and enjoy downtown Langley with me. Retreats are customized for you or a group of friends. You can visit dina-marie.com to connect with me today. Island time is waiting for you. Feeling the need to get away and reconnect with Mother Nature? Located on Whitby Island, Earth Sanctuary is a peaceful and magical sculpture garden, nature reserve, and retreat center with two miles of nature trails, three bird-filled ponds, and a variety of powerful sacred spaces, including a labyrinth, stone circles, and medicine wheels. Come and enjoy the wonders of nature and experience personal renewal, spiritual growth, and healing today. Visit earthsanctuary.org or the Earth Sanctuary on Facebook for more information. Lift your spirits with us every Friday at 8 a.m. to 9 a.m. on 1150 a.m. KKNW Seattle. We will be introducing you to fascinating people, fun places to visit, and activities are guaranteed to lift your spirits. Miss a show? No worries, you can visit 1150kknw.com and click on our archive page or like Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie on Facebook for upcoming guests and events. To contact me, Dina Marie, visit dina-marie.com. Thank you so much for listening. Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back. You're listening to Lift Your Spirits with Dina Marie. That is uh, Legacy of Green. Uh, ben Connor and I wrote that song. It's about past lives and um, basically putting more investment in the earth and less into uh, the gold that weighs us down. So we'll play that at the end of the show. Joining me again is Anthony Manna. Welcome back. Welcome back. Here we are, Lifting Your Spirits. And, and while we were um, going through some times, uh, you were having some writer's block, just like Van. Van was having writer's block, too. It took him five years to write a song with me. Um, and we did eight. So it, was, uh, it works. The chakra stuff really works. And then you started writing pieces, started lifting my spirits, painting beautiful pictures about my book and me sometimes. So do you want to read one of your pieces this morning? Yeah, and that's a great segue because I say here in the piece that I I wrote called Crystal Reading for Crystal Healing. I said, here's the story of my evolving and joyful awakening in my spirit, mind, and heart. Whenever I enter the hallowed retreat of Dina Marie's book, oracularly titled Our Energy Matters. Full stop at the second title, please. The Art of Crystal Reading. What? I asked myself, take 
a relaxing breath through the nose at the third title where her seekers, her clients like me, learn how to manifest their heartfelt intentions. I'm telling you, each time I high step through selected passages of this sacrosanct manual of spiritual matters and prescriptions about living a happy, fulfilled life, I savor the range of the enchanting power of crystals for the light they shed on a seeker's, yours, mine, chakra energy through the magnificent prism of crystals, of the colors of the crystals. Ah, ha, ha, crystal energy. What is crystal energy? Listen to Dina Marie's answer, sounding very much like an alchemist of spirit, mind, and heart. I'm, 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 I'm quoting from your book. There are seven of these major energy centers in the human body and hundreds of minor ones, and they receive, assimilate, and distribute energy through our energetic fields, our auras, energy systems. Now, I say, Dina Marie, faith healer, celestial guardian, shifts the arc of her wisdom to the mystical nature of the colors each chakra illuminates. And I just love this part of it. Here's what she wrote relating chakras to colors. These chakras resonate and vibrate at the same frequency as their respective colors of the rainbow and are the network through which the body, mind, and spirit can come together. Chakras are energy vortexes, disks, that distribute universal life force energy throughout the body. Uh, a shout out, please. Colors, colors, colors of the rainbow. Drum roll. The celestial, heavenly art and artist empowers multicolored crystals with the force of guiding energetic, energetic awakening. So what I say, Dina Marie, in this piece, step up to the allure of the crystals enlightenment, each one sparkling the way to spiritual health. Let's explore the crystals color, a few of them, and the light they shed on crystal energy on page 26 of your book. Let's find our way to the seventh chakra. It's the crown. Which stone or stones do you choose for the crown, the crown chakra and why? Well, there's the quartz, crystal quartz, my favorite yep. is my, my favorite is moonstone. That's my favorite. So it's anything clear, clear. Uh, moonstone's my favorite. But each chakra has um, the colors through the rainbow. So it goes white. You know, the brow is purple. Turquoise is your throat. Heart, and it just goes down the the colors of the rainbow. And that's how this thing started. Was me, and it's funny. So I have these beautiful necklaces, and people comment on them all the time. But now the woman I'm working with, she's like, you can tell that you picked those out because each day you're working on something, aren't you? You see? So if I want to look up, I'm going to pick my, I'm going to get my moonstone on, you know? Yeah. If it's a full moon, I'm going to wear my moonstone. That's how it all started with the crystals and the colors. Yeah, I love that. And, and I say uh, on page 27, where you become a spiritualist, a spiritual gemologist. <laughs> Have I ever said that to you before? I nope. wonder. Spiritual geologist. Nope. Oh my gosh! Describe the crystals in the. So, for example, you you talk about 
clear quartz as being really important to you because it illuminates something that you see that brings spiritual energy. Well, and they call it the crown chakra. And what do crowns have in them? Diamonds, you know, it's, it's, that's the, the main, it would be a diamond, anything. uh, There's, there's so, there's like uh, gem Bibles, you know, that you can look up all these, these meanings. And that's how I started. I would just go to a store and they'd say, can I help you? And I say, no, the, the rock will talk to me. It'll, you know, it'll just pull me in. And those are the rocks that are in my bowl. And it would be the perfect rock. And I would look up what it meant. Just like when we did your card the other day and how it was just exactly what you were learning. It yeah. is it was magical. So those rocks were speaking to me. Now I sound weird, but weirder than normal. But they, they talked to me. So when people would pull that crystal, like you guys can't see it, but someone gave me this. That's a clear quartz crystal. That's a wand, you know. So it has great meaning because my friend gave it to me and he looks just like my brother. It's pretty interesting. But it was one of those reward days where I was self-loving myself. And he goes, here, I don't want these crystals anymore. I'm like, what? <laughs> that was a good day. But yeah, the the rocks talk to me. So when you're doing a chakra reading and you, the rocks talk to you, somehow our energies in sync and you pull a rock and you pull, you pull seven. And then all of a sudden I, I put them on my cheat sheet and you can see exactly what what you're going through. It's almost like you, it's divination. That's what you call it. But it's you wanting to know more about yourself by using the crystals you pick. Right. And you just talked about the cheat sheet, which we should remind people that it's the the back cover of your book, you know, and that has been such an illumination for me because I just love the way you set that up. I mean, you go through each starting, you could either go to the top first, which is the, the crown, right? And then work your way down to the root, or you could go the opposite way from the root to the crown, you know, and then, um, What's so important about this is that on the left column, column one, the health, column two onto the left is the disturbances, the blocks, you know, and then in each of those, you very beautifully talk about prescriptions, you know, what we can do, uh, you know, and, and that's, that's good for me to know. Um, it's all, you know, it can become prayer-like in, um, in going there to seek uh, spiritual energy. Well, and after reading everybody, the, when I first started, I just gave everyone one of the rocks that they were missing. So I had lots of stones I had, I had bought. And if they were missing their heart, I gave them a rose quartz. You know, if they were missing their throat, they got a Labradorite or... or um, God, now I can't remember the name of rocks <laughs> or something, but everybody got to take something with them, the, the crystal, and that was their prescription on a piece of paper and they called it homework. So you would get, th- I used to do one prescription, like write the letter and burn it. And then yeah. instead I would write three prescriptions. I'd say, um, dance in your kitchen, you know, you know, when no one's looking or something, put on your favorite music, take your dog for a walk or, and then write the letter, you know, but it would always be like, get out of your head with your dog. That's your heart. Loving your dog, taking a walk, dancing is loving yourself. You know, that gets into your sacral chakra and then writing that letter gets it off your chest. It's, it's so playful. I think. Oh, I think it's so significant. And you know, I do, I, I, uh, I've started dancing uh, very uh, improvisationally in front of my partner. And so <laughs> I go I go hopping into the room and I'm just like 
I'm, I'm moving, you know, almost like uh, like a robot. And then all of a sudden starts moving more lit. You know, he's looking at me like, oh, my. <laughs> you remember when I said dance alone in the kitchen? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I, no. yeah. I love spreading that energy, you know, for some reason. It's okay, you know. and it is, uh, it is energy. And when you're dancing in your home, it will lift your partner's spirit, too. You know, I used to make, not make, I put um, music in the kitchen and it was time to clean after dinner and we all danced and yeah. we had fun cleaning. So I say to you in my piece here, there's a wealth of knowledge you bring to the enchanting power you invest in your crystals, to their unique characteristics, their nuanced energy, their enchanting significance. I wrote this? Go <laughs> Pretty good, Anthony. Particularly <laughs> on pages 26 and 27, where you teach us how to gather a collection of crystals and make sense of the characteristics of selected crystals. Hoopla, I shout. You took me by the hand and by my spirit and directed me into enlightening crystal treasure trove. And the, crystal, uh, the, the cheat sheet in particular has been... Because what it does is... It, it takes me right back into your book. You know, I mean, I know I know where I can find the prescriptions on two different pages, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, all right, what can I do to announce myself? <laughs> well, and we haven't done a show on this, but the mind-body connection, each chakra. So if you came to me with uh, thyroid issues, a sore throat, I, you know already that that's your throat chakra. And then you would go to the cheat sheet and see what you do to open your throat chakra. Um, people with heart issues, high blood pressure, uh, knee issues, whatever, hip issues, low back is, is that support, you know, make sure you're around kind, gentle people that have your back type thing. Um, every prescription goes also with dis-ease, you know, yeah. dis-ease. And so... I, I was married to a man who lost all of his hair in one year, and he was not connected to his crown chakra. He was not, he was connected to the solar plexus, like just force, 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 force. And so, you know, each chakra, there's so many ways to do readings. And I, it was Louise Hay that taught me the mind-body connection. But all you have to do with um, issues in each chakra is do one of the prescriptions that matches that color right there, you know, your throat, which would be what? Write a letter? Yeah. Something like that. I'm looking also at um, the brow on the left side. You say blockages, lack of vision, nightmares, migraines. I meet so many people who are victimized by migraines. And you say daydream, visualize what you want to manifest, meditate and focus on the present moment. Do you know how many people have had visions or dreams or ideas like you and I we talk about whatever we want to talk about together and no one ever poo-poos it right as children when you had ideas or thoughts people would make fun of you or if you said it out loud and then pretty soon you just try to turn it off you turn it off and that wouldn't that cause a headache to shut down your third eye so being around people you can talk to freely which is why I have less people in my, my life than I've ever had because the quality has gone up a thousandfold, <laughs> you know, who I can be myself around. And I enjoy my grandkids more than anyone because the other day they were here and I said, what do you guys want to do? Nothing. Let's just sit here and visit. Visit? <laughs> You're 14 years old. You want to just sit and visit with your grandma Dina? <laughs> but we you know we did. We learned how to blow bubbles. They didn't know how. 
Oh, okay. That's, that's what I gave him for Christmas was bubble gum. <laughs> <laughs> it was a hoot. We spent hours trying to blow bubbles. <laughs> and then I for my then I got into my my little kid and me thinking, how do you blow a bubble? Well, there's a technique that it's just not easy. <laughs> yeah, I know. It takes a little bit of uh, of a lesson. But it's, maybe that's too. Just sitting there visiting was your throat chakra, and they were just fine and dandy and satisfied with it. So it can be yeah. playful. I love to hear that. You know, I. Um, I mean, I think that's so important for me to hear because my grandkids are so, my grandsons are so far away, you know, and uh, I just, I, I, I look for a time when I can reunite and uh, just reestablish a relationship. It's very difficult long distance. You know, I had a conversation with a complete stranger yesterday and you know, it lasted an hour, but anyways, he was just saying, it, it's, you know, the phones, the phones have done such damage to that throat chakra those higher chakras because everything's in front of you you know that's why reading to children or children reading to you or pretending or coloring and and that's what emma got was just colors and pencils and we spent hours doing that but yeah gosh you know we're really in deep trouble and i'm gonna say it one more time take the damn cell phone away from your child and take them to the beach take them anywhere where they're physically watching the world in front of them and interacting with the art of conversation they're losing the ability no, I, to converse. Well, I mean, I think that's so important. Right, right, right. These days, one of the one of the nicest things, one of the most satisfying uh, strategies. Let me put it that way. I hate that word. Is I'm I Don and I are reading poetry to each other. You know, and so I say, turn off the TV. We don't need that right now. Let's just read. You know, and yeah. I. It's so satisfying. I mean, we've gone through one of my favorite poets, Rilke, and we read the whole book a couple of years ago. And so now we're back into it. And it's so satisfying because it makes us think. And then we relate to one another. You reminded me something. My best times with my husbands, I've had two, uh, and um, I've had three relationships where we, we read to each other before bed. And that's when we were the closest. We weren't watching television. Oh, it's just thank you for that. That's I mean, that's a prescription. I love that's, it. That's nice. Yes. yes. Yes, I love it. Today you are you. That is truer than true. There is no one alive who is youer than you. Shout aloud, I am glad to be what I am. That's Dr. Seuss. I am what I am, or what is it? I am, so are you. Everything else is just <laughs> an illusion, baby. So, yeah, you know, our time flies, Anthony Mana. I enjoy our company so much. So we talk every week on the phone, and we do have our YouTube, uh, dina-marie.com. That's my website, and it takes you to Anthony Mana's um, YouTube channel where you can see us in, in yellow. We're in yellow background, and we have a 100 of those. So it's First of the month, and next month is February, so we're going to do Valentine's self-love again. Oh, good. Okay. There you go. And if you want to reach out to Anthony Mana, it's anthonymanabooks.com. And again, dina-marie.com if you want to reach out to me. I'm going to get back into doing my retreats. I'll offer those after uh, the 15th. I always like to do full full board uh, retreats in February, Valentine's Day, if you want to come out visit me for four hours, do the labyrinth, the beach. We do chakra work, um, energy work, and some Reiki. Then we hand, hand, head down to Langley and 
usually we have dinner and it's a lot more than four hours, but we lift our spirits somehow. <laughs> so Anthony, any last words? Only that you've done it again. My spirits are so high. I think <laughs> I'm going to float out of this room down into the, into the other rooms of this, of this cabin. And I, you'll probably hear Don going, why are you flying? <laughs> and you say, it's all Dina Marie's fault. <laughs> cool. Yeah, you know. All right. Well, thank you, Benny Mathers. And uh, Anthony and I will be back next uh, in, in February, the first Friday. And happy birthday, um, Benny. Thank um, you. Join us next week for more people, places, and activities that will lift your spirits.
the cold that weighs me down All the cold that weighs me down